Hello and welcome to another episode of 6060. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be doing a sermon review of someone who uh, is in the same circle as someone we've discussed or at least um, analysed in the past uh, with Revival Culture now. I must reiterate, I am not, I do not enjoy this. <laughs> I really do not enjoy sitting down with these guys. Uh, but I think uh, with what I had alluded to in the previous episode of um, looking at uh, Jonathan Ferguson's wife um, and her sermon and the trailer that was dropped in on the second part of that, it makes sense to continue on in the same vein and see why this sermon is causing such a ruckus. Um, I thought I'd let the dust settle at least for a bit while we're concentrating on other topics, but I think now that the dust has certainly settled, it might be gone back. Worth going back and finding out how we get on with this one. So I am joined here with Andre, who um, I must admit he's seen the trailers, but he hasn't, and little bits, but I don't think he's seen the full thing. I thought I'd put myself through it and see what was ahead. So it'll be uh, very interesting to see what Andre's take on this will be as we go through. But um, must research, this is a very educational thing. Um, you might find it slightly entertaining, might be slightly cringy like I do. But it's ultimately for us to exercise that uh, spirit of discernment. So when we are going, whether it be to our own church or to another church, that when the word of God is opened, that it is used correctly. So we're looking at things like whether they actually use scripture. And if they do use scripture, is it used correctly? Do they mention Jesus and the gospel and pretty much anything else that gets tied with it? Um, you'd be quite surprised that some people do do this very well. Some people don't do it, but then they tick other boxes and others are just really terrible, um, especially those I've listened to. But uh, this one should be interesting because, as you probably guessed from the title, this is a very borderline um, and very intentional by the person who's made the sermon. And um, hopefully we'll sure get a better understanding as to why they've set it up. So what I'm going to do now is if I just share my uh, window and open this up here, and I'm just going to close this door. go so um for those who are listening and uh, do want to listen to this without our commentary i've left a link in the youtube description i'll do so once this is posted on the uh, on the podcast also starts at one hour six minutes and 30 seconds because there is an hour of non-stop jumpy jumpy praise and worship um in this um and that's a different topic in itself in how that's dealt with uh because I didn't know, I'm not quite sure whether um, Andrew, you're familiar with uh, um, Planet Shakers, but that was one of the very sort of, endless praises, one of the very first songs that on there. I thought that's a very concert, like youth orientated song. And um, you've got people who are like 40, 45, 50 plus who are all jumping nonstop to the song. It's like, oh, I'm not quite sure whether that's something you'd use in a, like, a liturgical service, but. That's yeah. what they've done here and that sort of thing. But detracting from that altogether, <laughs> luckily, hey, let's get it. <laughs> Jonathan has decided to at least put the link in as to when this actually starts. And I have a funny feeling he's probably going to start it with his actual um, advert for his prophecies. Because uh, for those who don't know, he calls himself a 
Apostle. And he also refers himself as a prophet, and he said he's made several prophecies and they've come true, etc., etc., etc. So, as you know, we've already had this discussion about whether there are apostles today and the things tied to it. So, that should be very relevant as we dig into this. But I will stop talking and we shall see how we got on as soon as we jump in. So, God's been showing us a lot. He's been showing us a lot. And the first thing I want you to know is you need to be paying attention. Amen. You cannot casually, cannot casually hear the voice of God. The Bible says hearken to it. It means pay close attention. Give the priority of your attention to what God is saying. If you do not hearken to his voice, you will not hear his voice. You can't sow a $40 seed to get a Psalm 40 word. You cannot ignore God all week and then get a word on Sunday. He said, hearken to my voice. If you would not hearken to my voice, you would not hear my voice. Those are the rules. Take it or leave it. Deal or no deal. And when you do not hearken to his voice, you will listen to anything. You won't even know it. The book of Ezekiel says it. If you got an idol in your heart and you want a prophet to give you a word, then God would allow the prophet. So one thing I would mention um, is that like we've mentioned in previous ones, anytime a preacher um, mentions a portion of scripture, it's always good to um, go to that scripture so then you can read it through. Um, and obviously, the other thing is when you read the scripture, if, you, if they're going to use a verse, read the chapter. If you're going to read a chapter, it's probably a good idea to read the book so you can get an understanding of what is actually going on um, through the that documented narrative of that particular book. Um, I won't stress it here because he throws off a few scriptures that isn't necessarily related to his actual sermon, but he is obviously a good practice to have as we um, follow on through with any sort of sermon, because you'll find that in this church they, well, you can see there's a lady who I'm following here in the corner, all those who were listening when it's get posted, you won't see it. But generally, um, I've noticed that quite a lot of these churches don't, have people with their Bibles open as they go through these scriptures. So essentially yeah. it kind of leaves them almost open to um, taking every word that the preacher is saying at their word without necessarily seeing whether um, it's used in context or not. But I thought I'll just put that in. Prophet even confused the prophet's mouth like he did with the prophets with Micah. He sent a lying spirit. The holy God sent a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets just to confuse the people that didn't want to seek him. So you want a prophecy, but you don't want presence? Then no deal. You want the word of the Lord for the year? All the people with the word of the Lord for the year, none of them are seeing this kind of stuff. And the moment our world falls apart, now we need a prayer alert. It's too late for a prayer alert. If you don't have a presence life, This is a very important time to prioritize the presence of God. If you're not prioritizing the presence of God, you can be in danger. You can be in danger. You can miss God at minimal. You can settle for something when God has something better, at least. This is not the time to go on in life 
as usual. I'm just talking to you. Is that okay? Just a random detail here as well. Um, and it's, it might be nitpicking, um, but notice that you'll probably notice it going further on into this as well. And it, as it went on further, it began to annoy me quite a bit. Um, my note is just here on the left-hand side, how they've got um, unidirectional uh, mics yeah. set up in the audience, just so you can pick up their responses. Mm. Um, it's like WWE, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, adding in the crowd noises. But then as I was listening to it the first time around, I was just like, the responses are really annoying in the sense that it's just mm. like, Okay, this guy's saying whatever, and the responses don't correlate with them saying, "Oh, you know, I've really thought about." It. And it's just like, "Oh, wow, wow, I never, I never considered that." So I thought, well, have you checked to see whether it's true? Yeah, and some churches do do this quite a lot. I think again, Stephen Furtick is one of those churches that have their um, their uh, has his audience mic'd up, so you can kind of hear the responses. Um, mm. it, I guess you don't necessarily notice it when you're in the building, but I personally find it a little bit distracting when focusing on um focus on this in what we were doing so that's just something yeah. I'll, i'd mentioned there i agree with you to be fair <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. really distracting and it's just like well you, it, it gives it an extra layer of um like inflating promise, what's been said yeah yeah it doesn't it's necessarily like you... mean it's true but it's inflating it because you get in that response you think oh i'm just gonna go with it it's a bit like when you have a laugh track on a like a comedy. Like it's yes. not necessarily the best joke, but like if you've got the yeah. laugh track there, you're like, oh, this is funny, right? Totally. So it's, it's almost totally like um, like a psychological trick, isn't it? That he's kind of using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, either it's you weird. go with the flow, or if you go against it, then you're on your own. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, thing. So, yeah. It's just <laughs> a little deal to detail that not least this time round, but it it plays in a lot into what happens um, heading on in. Every service we got is loud and preaching. Let me talk. Is this good? It's very important. Who wants to be a people of God's presence in this room? Lord, make us a people of your presence. Make us a people of your presence. Okay, Holy Ghost, put your hands in. Listen. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. Are we paying attention? Are we paying attention? It's very sobering, isn't it? Yeah, can we pause it here for a second? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. When, like for me, when I see this stuff where they repeat words and they kind of like use dramatic pauses and stuff, and it's almost like they're lulling the crowd into like, it's like a hypnotic thing, isn't it? Do you, do you feel that yeah, or is that just me? It's, a, uh, it's, I would almost say like, it's, yeah, it's almost like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Which, to be fair, in some instances, if you're trying to get point across, and it's um, it's probably something that is probably worth considering. Um, if it's yeah. say like a solid biblical truth that you know you as a church are trying to get to the root of this particular text, like, and you're hmm. trying to lead them through it. So if 
it's mentioned, they understand the fundamental truths in there. I can understand the, the almost like the theatrical, um, as ex- uh, for excuse for a better word, um, yeah, approach to it where it's like you kind of want to hang there so the the penny drops. So oh, all right, when this word is in there, I didn't understand the context of this. It's like, okay, now that you've got it, let's move on to the next thing. But obviously, it's taken into complete um, disarray in other uh, other circumstances where it's just like. Okay, I've got an iPhone. Oh wow, wow, yes, and guess what? It turns on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, all that it stuff. Gets to that sort of level like, where it's just like, okay, what you said wasn't spectacular or mind blowing, or if anything, it's probably exactly. bordering on either um, heresy or blasphemy. But people are just taking it on, and you're getting that sort of response because you've set it up in a very nice package. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, Stephen Furtick does that very well because he's a very he's a very good communicator. I would love to be mm. able to communicate like him. I hate the way that he handles scripture because yeah. he's got a seminary degree and you see how that shines, um, especially in the in the um, some review we did before. But it's just the fact that he's very narcissistic, so it's very much oh, it's all about you, it's all about you. Okay, but if you were to talk to someone about it and say, oh, I know what this scripture is about, oh, that's about me. Well, God wants to do this with me. Oh, okay. Um, one of the hermeneutic tips that i have is um if the uh if your interpretation of scripture wouldn't make sense to the original audience you've got the wrong interpretation it speaks volumes when we're looking at True, i agree with that but it's you know that you'd have to do some digging in order to find out what the truth is god speaks through that thing because obviously the things that were spoken to them help them and obviously there's a culture difference but the same thing can help you once you understand what was going on in that time and then it's like, oh, okay, you know what? God speaks to them in this. And, oh, I can apply this to me because I'm having a similar thing. Obviously, it's not the same, but I can see how this can be applied. And you see how the, uh, the blessings and the, the benefits that are yeah. um, brought into your life through that. But with these guys, it's just a case of um, almost want to say it's like self-innovation. Like they yeah. have such a handle on communicating that you almost believe that everything they're saying is truth. But then when you study it for yourself, you might actually find that there's a completely different meaning behind it all. It's just like, oh, well, yeah. okay, but he said it. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. One thing I say, think no. with these is, yeah, go ahead. Go. Sorry. No, no, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that it's like, you know, comedians, how they say, okay, I know how to tell an unfunny joke, but I know how to, to use the moves just right that I can make people laugh with it. Right. I keep bringing it back yeah, to comedy. Yeah, yeah. To me, like when I see stuff like this, there is that kind of like working the crowd kind of thing going with it, you know, mm. like, let me work the crowd into a frenzy kind of thing. And, you know, you were just saying about like people are trying to individualize scripture to like too much, basically. Like, you know, mm. there's, there's principles that we can use from scripture, but yeah, it just makes me think of like two Peter one twenty, which is, um, and if I, I'm going to use the Berean because why not? We're on, we're on yeah. the show. So let's do it above all. You must understand that no prophecy of scripture comes from one's own interpretation. Mm. So like, yeah, you God can speak to you, things like this, but primarily, as you said earlier, the scripture is like speaking to an audience, you know, at, who are there. Like, this is not just something that's like away from like real history. Like the, the mm. Bible was, was a, there are real letters that are written to real people in a real point in time. So yeah, yes, yeah, there yeah. are things that absolutely go for you today, like it's not a dead word, right? It's not mm. dead words, but but yeah, you have to think about like it's not for private interpretation in that sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I would say. 
But that, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think you'll probably see how that unfolds as we drift on through this. It, yeah. yeah. By, the, by the way, is it cool if I just, um, what, what's the um, number or like the time place track? Because it's a little bit hard to hear it through the, um, All right. through this. Um, it's, we're at a timestamp of uh, one hour, nine minutes and 57 seconds. Nice. All right, cool. So yeah, go for it. I'll, I'll okay. just uh, keep it here. It's a shame that I can't boost the levels. In fact, I might be able to see if I can do that, but I'll run this and let's see if we do it in the background. something to take our attention and distract our time. So easy. If you don't hearken to God's voice, you will listen to voices that claim to speak for him, and they are not. If you don't pay attention, you will listen to the wrong voice. You would think it's the end of the world. You would think Jesus is on the way back. He, he's always on the way back. Oh, God, get ready for the YouTube comments. You'd be confused. You'd think God's about to judge the world. And one of the main things God has been speaking to us is that his word is still good. So what he was saying is that if you've been reading that you, he, he almost said that Jesus was not going to come back. He, he caught himself, I think on his tongue. He kind of yeah. was about to go and say like, Oh, he's not coming back. Um, but he caught himself. He said one thing where he's like, Oh, if you like read the Bible, or something you'd think that God's gonna judge the world or something, but he, his word's still good. So maybe I'm, misunderstanding this but it kind of sounds like he's saying oh um he's he's not coming to judge the world he's he's not judging the world right now because he is we if you read the bible it says that his judgment is one of god's activities in the world right mm -hmm. uh, so he can remove grace from people and he can give grace to people that's that is judgment right uh then you know that's from a, an orthodox perspective perspective if god's with you then you're being blessed. If God's away from you, you're being cursed, right? Um, so, like, is is he trying to say that, like, um, that uh, God's not judging people because um, I don't know, like, because people are reading the Bible or something? Like, what what what's he trying to? I don't understand what he's trying to say. If you get what I'm saying, I was going to say the the like the statement doesn't make sense because I'm even trying to look at it from a like a english language structure sort of thing so he said this thing of obviously you think that jesus some of you think that jesus come back he's not judging the world but god's word is still good i'm thinking that well you when you use the word but it's a contrast to what you just said before it's not a oh i've said this thing and then i'm adding this so you said the word but so god's word is still good that's in opposition to god jesus coming back and god's judgment the statement doesn't make sense in my head so I don't know whether it's just like he's, well, I, I, I'm assuming he said it intentionally and maybe the guys hear this sort of thing all the time so they understand the context of it. But it sounds almost yeah. like to me it's either you've just had like a moment of cognitive dissonance and you've just said something yeah, <laughs> and you've just decided to move on and people have accepted it or you're saying yeah. something that's got a deeper message but these guys know what it is but we don't. Yeah. I really don't know because he kind I, of just I, moves on from there. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that. Um, do you know, there's something called, I think it's either Hanlon's razor or Occam's razor. And it's like, 
never attribute malice to something where you can attribute stupidity. So like, <laughs> I think we shouldn't go for the like, oh, he's got this devious plan of like, oh, he's gonna, he's got this meaning behind it that only he knows. I think it's literally just that he doesn't have a clue what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, just kind yeah. of getting words out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I, no, I totally agree. It's yeah, it's because <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go. Oh, yeah, no, it's her heretical. It's heretical. Well, to be fair, it that's obviously it's problematic, but it's just like you've said that now, so I kind of need you to give more information, so so I can clear up in my own head what you meant by that. Yeah, but if yeah, I remember right, I mean, he doesn't do it. He just moves on. Yeah, it's like okay, so why did you say it then? <laughs> it's like, just, I, I think I, it's just I'm, filler. I'm isn't sitting it? in your church. I've never been here before. You've said that. I've got a red flag pop up in my head. I'm looking around for those around me and they've got their hands in the air. So do they know something that I don't? Or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's the second time I've heard it. And I was just like, that's what do you mean? Yeah. Like, is this guy like one of those people who's like, oh, we're not as Christians. We shouldn't be like judgmental. So we should let everybody do that. Is he one of those kind of guys? No, he's uh, the hard opposite. He's like, oh, um, well, to be fair, I won't spoil it. <laughs> I okay. won't spoil it. You'll see. You'll see. Like the, this message is kind of targeted at a particular, um, a particular demographic. Okay. So it's like, uh, okay. yeah, he's he's not the sort of one where it's like like progressive. Like now you need to accept everything. He's a, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> okay. You'll, we'll we'll use code. Be. We'll use code for this. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Now, it's not good for people who are not paying attention. Keep it He's got to navigate you through this thing by his spirit. Because these are dangerous times. It's not just going to be good by default. It's good because he meant what he promised. It's good because he's true to his word. It's good because his word will not return empty. He's going to perform the thing he said he would perform. You listen to all these crazy voices that God's judging. Them. Whoa, 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 whoa! Watch that! Watch that! Watch that! <laughs> did he just say that the that? Okay, I could be getting the wrong end of this, right? But did he just say that God isn't judging him, or is he saying that God isn't? Is he saying that like metaphorically, or is he saying that God literally isn't judging him? Oh, I can go back. <laughs> yeah, I think okay. maybe I was a little bit ahead there, but like. It sounded like he said at one point that God isn't judging me, but I don't know if that was like a uh, metaphor. If it... It, to be fair, I, I'll, I'll, I'll play it again just so I can kind of get a better understanding. I could be drawing at um, a line that maybe isn't tied to this, but there might be some external sources to this that might have driven that thingy, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll play it back just to see whether it's that's the case. Yeah. And one of the main things God has been speaking to us is that his word is still good. Now, it's not good for people who are not paying attention. He's got to navigate you through this thing by his spirit. Because these are dangerous times. It's not just going to be good by default. It's good because he meant what he promised. It's good because he's true to his word. It's good because his word will not return empty. He's going to perform the thing he said he will perform. 
You listen to all these crazy voices that God's judging the world. Well, even if he's judging the world, he ain't judging me. Okay, no, I, I got the wrong end of the stick then. Yeah, he's talking about somebody else. No, that's... that's... Because he's quoting somebody else, isn't he? He's saying that, oh, this type of person says that, oh, God's judging the world, but he ain't judging me. So he's like, kind of like parodying somebody who's like a nominal Christian type thing or somebody who's kind of like, oh, I'm not being, you know what I mean? I think he's, Possibly, he, he, yeah. I got the wrong end of the stick. It, it, it could be one of those things where it's like, because they, uh, the, the statement is so ambiguous that it's hard to, um, the only thing you're forced to do is in um, force your own interpretation on it. Um, yeah. like, listening back to it, because I've, I don't know whether these guys deal with sin, like repentance and things like that. Yeah. So I don't know whether like the meat and bones it was in that vein. <laughs> that it's just like, oh, you know, God's not judging us because, yeah. and I, I, I know that it's very much like a territorial thing, like because we do things the way we do and we see how God is working, those things aren't happening to us, but because other people aren't experiencing the same thing as us, those things might be happening to them, but it's not going to happen to us sort of thing. I think you'll probably see that player later yeah. on. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how he said that he might, he, he might be building the foundation for it, but we might be just doing what he was doing before. It's just like, he's just throwing out emotional stuff that to try and, I don't know, pad out yeah. Cause obviously he's, he's not, Building up the crowd. I don't know whether this is an introduction to his sermon. It's not because it's not necessarily tied to it. Um, you'll know when the when the clutch obviously hits the the plate and the wheels start turning when he okay. gets there. But he hasn't started as of yet. For real? Okay. Yeah. No worries. Let's go. <laughs> That's deep in it. The word of the Lord is good towards us, and it's like I can't say I wanted to talk so much. You know, I was going to continue my message about Nicodemus. <laughs> but I can't even go there yet because first you got to catch up to what God is doing. Amen. You got to catch up to what God's been saying. I don't know, it's kind of tempting. <laughs> God good, and he? he took us from fake butts to knickers. I love it. Ooh, I love it. I wonder what's next. Suspense is real. Now, you may say something else crazy today. But that's what's happening because we're not paying attention. I guess I'll talk a little bit about these niggas. So I don't know whether you've noticed what he's doing now. Yeah, he's... <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, he's using like profane words in like a yeah 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 it's supposed to be like a sacred space right like a church is a sacred space mm -hmm. um you shouldn't really you should i don't know if, if if you remember like isaiah with um 
the coal to the lips and mm. isaiah is like i'm not purified so i need to have the coal to touch my lips to purify my lips right it's like mm. this guy's just like saying whatever he wants he's not really i don't know he doesn't sound like a, an apostle to me like, i don't think an apostle would say like anything about i don't know like what he's saying like yeah it's kind of oh, yeah no, i totally agree weird. I'm, I'm just thinking of the fact that like consider his target audience hmm consider his target audience um and on top of that the word he's using considering the target audience yeah. is universally yeah. known as well i would it's well yeah it's universally known as a derogatory term totally derogatory yeah obviously yeah. there's people yeah in certain corners you use it as a oh you know it's the title that we use for each other but you know certain other uh, other people can't use it but yeah we can use it like no no if you agree it's a derogatory term because of its historical connotations that don't change so don't use it yeah to use it here in amongst people who know what that word means and also considering that if you go on you'll find that there are people from other ethnic backgrounds here as well they will probably feel uncomfortable but he's using this as a platform mm. for this is this is now the, the, we I are feel now the foundation of the right now. <laughs> yeah we're seeing the foundation yeah, no, i feel story. uncomfortable right now yeah <laughs> this is bad i feel uncomfortable yeah I'm, man this is bad this stuff is the second time i'm going through it so okay so like, how, how are you going to redeem this now because you're already starting in reverse <laughs> how, how yeah. are you going to redeem this but these guys are just like yeah, this sounds good. Yeah, go on, do it, do it. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? Okay. Hmm. I kind of need to leave this church now, then I guess. Oh, they've locked the doors. And I'm being to- Okay, I'll just sit down in this chair and wait till they finish then. Okay. It's, yeah. He's laying the foundation now. So he's. Yeah. This is. This yes, is. This is. Context. Yeah. Right. All right, I'm afraid to go forward. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, jeez.